The question is, which side of the fence does Lyle Lovett actually live on? The Texas side or the other side? (laughs) That may be the question. Is there going to be the Texas side or the other side? To answer that question, we have with us this morning Daniel Miller, who has a a new book out called Texit, Why and How Texas Will Leave the Union. And he's been working on this idea for about 20 years. Good morning, Daniel. Hey, good morning. Nice to have you with us. Now, as far as I recall, about 160 years ago, South Carolina seceded from the Union. Boom, Civil War. And then about 30 years ago, Key West seceded from the Union, declared war on the United States, surrendered, and demanded federal aid, and then everyone got drunk on Duval Street. Now, you're somewhere in between there. What's going on? Wow. Uh, well, you know, it's... it's uh... You know, I, honestly, I think you kind of threw me with Key West. <laughs> so, <laughs> this but, is going to be. Here's what it boils down to, and one of the reasons that I've been that, that I wrote the book. You know, I've been advocating for uh, Texas leaving the union for about 22 years, and what I have seen in, in that time is support for this idea here in Texas grow from single digits in polling up to right about a majority. Uh, you know, we've got. Well over, according to the latest polling, about 54% of Republicans, about half of independent voters, and even uh, well over a third of Democrats here in Texas that support Texas leaving the union. So, you know, one of the reasons that I wrote the book was so that those folks that that really don't kind of understand what we're dealing with here on this particular issue could have some insight and some access to it and, and understand a lot of the motivations behind it and why ultimately I feel that Texas leaving the union is inevitable. Oh, in- inevitable. All right. So I- I'm thinking about Texas leaving the union, and we probably wouldn't need the wall. <laughs> well, there might be some debate on whether or not we put it up on the Red River to keep out the snowbirds, but that's another story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, so what are, but, the, what are the pros to the, large, the second largest state in the union becoming an independent country? Well, Look, at a very baseline level, whether it's Texas or, frankly, any other state or aspiring nation state around the world, you know, one of the biggest benefits of self-government is self-government itself. Um, You know, but if you want to boil it down to a lot of the motivations that people have, as I've spoken to literally thousands of people here in Texas, uh, they all come at it from a different way. You know, they all have some different perspective on the issue. But if you want to boil it down, Texans are very much like people in a lot of the other states. You know, they're sick and tired of living under 180,000 pages of federal laws, rules, and regulations administered by 440 separate agencies and 2.5 million unelected bureaucrats. At the end of the day, Texans believe that the best people to govern Texans are Texans. All right. Have you talked to either one of the President Bushes about this? (laughs) <laughs> okay, we have not. Uh, I think the last time that uh, that W was was uh, brought into the conversation was back when he was governor, and he was obviously not a fan. But you know that I think really kind of peels the the lid off of what a lot of this sort of fight is, which is you, you've got the people out here who are chafing continually at the fact that Texans are overpaying into the union about a hundred to one hundred fifty billion dollars every single solitary year versus the political class. You know, it, it really is, uh, I would say, almost a, a microcosm of, of what we're seeing around throughout the rest of the states in relation to the federal government. So, 
you know, when, when you when you really break this down, even though the mainstream media has not really covered this, there have been some significant breakthroughs where this issue is concerned, whether it's, uh, you know, the, the fact that in the last election cycle it featured prominently in, in several of the state-level campaigns. Uh, the media were asking politicians about it. Uh, statewide petition campaigns that have garnered more signatures than, than any other. I mean, there are just a lot of reasons why this is almost at that point of happening, and uh, it, it won't be a surprise when it does happen to folks here in Texas, while it might be for folks outside of Texas. So we're talking to Daniel Miller, who has written Texit, uh, Pros and Cons of Texas Leaving the Union. Um, let me ask you this. The, the current form of government in Texas is, uh, you know, uh, pretty much similar to the form of government in most other states, possibly with the exception of Louisiana, um, and very similar to the form of government in the United States. You still have a governor, you have a, a general assembly, you have bureaucrats, you have all the things in the state that you're complaining about the federal government has. So what kind, what form of government would this new uh, nation state have? Well, look, by virtue of the U.S. Constitution, all states uh, within the union are guaranteed a Republican form of government. So th- this is not really a complaint about the form of government. It- it's a complaint about whether or not the people of Texas are best served being in the political and economic union that is the United States. And I, I think that as I go through, and again, one of the reasons that, that I wrote this book was to explain that case on, on, you know, make the political case for it, make the economic case for it, and ultimately make the cultural case for it. Right. Uh, but what I, what, I think is, what I think is extremely interesting for people, especially outside of Texas, is that while this, this book is written based through the lens of our experience, essentially what we are living here right now, uh, I think that people in just about every other state within the union are going to find something in what's happening here in Texas that resonates with them in their state and hopefully will inspire them to begin to reevaluate their state's relationship with the federal government. Again, we're talking uh, to Daniel Miller, uh, his book, Texas, Why and How Texas Will Leave the Union. So everything has two sides. What are the downsides of Texas or another state seceding? Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I'm always fond of letting the, uh, the opposition make their own case. Uh, but, you know, I guess, I guess the downsides uh, would be, I mean, let's, let's take the first downside. Uh, Texas would no longer have to deal with $21 trillion worth of debt. Oh, oh wait, that's not a downside. Uh, Texas would, uh, let's see, Texas would no longer have to deal with federal regulatory accumulation, which essentially means that our take-home pay is about 15% of what it should be. Uh, oh, wait, that's, that's not a downside either. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's, there's, really, there's really not a lot. But I'll tell you what we do. You know, we have, Texas supporters have always been essentially on the offensive or on the defensive on this issue. And one of the things that I do in the book is encourage people to, to turn those tables and essentially say, look, if Texas were an independent nation right now, what, would the, what case could be made for Texas to join the union? And, and to begin to ask people that you know, absolutely believe that the state should stay within the union to, to prove their case, what are the selling points for the, for the union right now? 
And I have to say that uh, if I think it would be difficult for even the best salesman to make that case right now. All right. So hypothetically, or or the, I mean, using a real life example, when a when Houston is wiped off the map by a hurricane, are you guys going to all chip in a little more to rebuild, to support everybody, to do everything else without the U.S.'s help? It's it's interesting. I cover that specifically because one of the things that uh, that I talk about is how much Texas overpays into the union every single solitary year. And so in the book, I use the example of Hurricane Ike, which happened about 10 years previously to Hurricane Harvey. And that 100 to $150 billion a year that we overpay into the union over that 10 years uh, would have, would have you know, we, we could have set up seawall barriers. We could have used that money to prepare for this. But look, when we're talking about how much Texas overpays into the federal union, uh, essentially, what we're looking at is the economic impact of a Hurricane Harvey hitting Texas every nine months. So, you know, one of the challenges that all states have when they pay into the federal government is that we lose the say in how those dollars are spent. So we know how inept and inefficient the federal government is. So rather than being able to have that money and keep it here and spending according to our priorities, addressing our specific challenges, it's passed down to us to uh, spend according to the priorities of the federal government. And most often, those priorities don't match the needs, wants, and challenges of the people in the state. Before we let you go, we have about a minute. Uh, Tell me about Radio Free Texas. (laughs) That's, uh, you know, like uh, like many Texans, uh, we have a family business. Uh, My wife and I are entrepreneurs, and it started, uh, started as a hobby. Essentially, what we were was probably because of our love for Texas and in the things, all things independent. Uh, you know, one of the things that we did was we started a, a business back in 2005 that promoted the cultural aspect, which was homegrown local Texas music. And uh, we've been engaged in it ever since. That's very cool. And I honestly, I've tried to stump you every way I could think. And it uh, looks like you've really thought this through. I can't wait to read the book. It's called Texit. Why and How Texas Will Leave the Union by Daniel Miller. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. We appreciate Indeed. it, man. Appreciate Take care. It. There you go. That's a, It's a fascinating concept. I need, to, I need to actually think about it more. There's got to be a downside somewhere. I had, I had thought, because you know how I feel about the Dallas Cowboys, but I had always thought we could just go ahead and give Texas back to Mexico. Hmm. 